It's just small steps over time. And I want you to hear this. We want to be a place where you can take small steps over time in your relationship with God. Because let me give you a thought. Every step matters. This is in your outline if you want to take notes. Every step matters. Or maybe you could say one step matters. And it doesn't matter how big or how small the step, but every step towards growth is of huge significance. And see, sometimes we are very frustrated with where we're at when it comes to our relationship with God. And if you ever find yourself that way, I'm right there with you sometimes. And sometimes we really like where we're at. And so the question that I just want to answer is this, how do I grow? If you're a Christian tonight, if you walk with God, if you have a relationship with him, how do you grow that relationship? What does it look like to take next steps in your life? And so there's a couple things that are in your outline that I want to talk through very, very briefly. And I think this, I think to begin a conversation like this and next steps, we have to start with the heart of God, which is also the heart of M12, which is also the heart of 12 stone. And in your outline, it says this, it says one life. Or maybe you've heard me say it like this, one life matters, right? And here's what it means. Your life, students, matters to God. And so does your friends' lives, and so does your family's lives, and so does the people, right, right in your school. All, everyone matters to God. Everyone matters to God. And there's a story in the Bible where Jesus communicates his heart. I love this story. It's in Luke chapter 15. And here's what happens. He's telling a parable about all these sheep. There's a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost. One of them gets lost. So imagine there's 99 over there. There's a hundred or there's one, excuse me, somewhere that can't find his way back. And Jesus says in the story, And this is communicating the heart of God. Wouldn't the shepherd, wouldn't the guy leave the 99 to go after the one? And that's exactly what Jesus does for us. That when we are lost and can't find our way back, he goes after the one. He goes after you. He goes after me because one life matters. Everybody matters. And I want you to look at what happens when the one was found. Check this out. It says, when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and his neighbors together and says, rejoice with me. I found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. In other words, what Jesus is communicating about his heart for you and his heart for me is that God cares deeply for you. And he cares deeply about your friends. And he cares deeply about the people that don't know him that don't have a relationship with him, and this is our heart as a ministry. We want M12 students to be a safe place. We want H12 students to be a safe place where you can bring your friends, where they can hear about the love and the gospel of Jesus Christ that is radically in love with them, that goes after them when they are the one. And so here's what I want you to do. We're going to do something tonight where we're moving around the room a bit. This is what I want you to do. I want you to think about one name one person. And I want you to picture this name in your mind 
as it's like written down on a piece of paper. And here's the idea. It's the name of a person that you would say they might not know Jesus. And this is particularly someone that's in your school, maybe in your neighborhood or community, someone that you actually know or are aware of. And I want you to think of that person's name. I want you to imagine their name written on a piece of paper. And here's a thought that I want to just put in your mind tonight. How cool would it be? How cool would it be if this school year, how cool would it be if this school year, if, if you took a next step and you got some boldness and courage to invite that name, that person that's represented in that, by that name on that piece of paper in your mind right now, how cool would it be if you got the courage to take a next step and invite them to come to M12? And let me, let, me, let me put another thought here. How cool would it be if because of your next step to go and invite that person, that name that you're seeing in your mind right now, how cool would it be if because of your next step to invite them, they came to M12 and they committed their life to Jesus. And their life was changed radically. It was never the same. Because you took a next step, and they took a next step to come to know Christ. Just like Jesus says, I have come so that you might have life and have it more abundantly or to the full. Here's what would happen. That would be the coolest thing ever. And both involve a next step. So maybe tonight God is urging you to take a next step and invite someone to come to M12. Do unto others as you would have them do to you. And here's what I know. I know that kindness or gratitude or gratefulness is contagious. It is something that will change your family. It will change your friend group. It will change your school. And I'm convinced that your schools will be different if you applied this biblical truth. And it simply means this. Treat other people the way you would want other people to treat you. And I, I didn't ask her permission, so hopefully she, hopefully she won't, won't mind. But I know that there's a story right here at M12 of a student who started an Instagram account for the purpose of sharing Christ with her friends, just using social media to just point them to Jesus. Maybe as a Bible verse, maybe as a picture of words from Scripture, just encouragement. And I know that she got a little bit of, um, she was a little uh, like attacked for that, made fun of for that, persecuted, if you will. And, uh, and so obviously that, that's a bummer to her because she was just trying to be an encouragement to friends, kind of trying to be kind to people and spread the kindness, right, which is contagious. And then a few weeks later, I don't know the full extent of the story, but I do know this. I know that that same young lady that kind of attacked her for doing that came back and apologized because she saw the good that was happening. And how other friends of hers began to start Instagram accounts to spread God's love and to spread the kindness of God to her friends. See, students, kindness is something that matters because it, it's contagious and it points to Jesus. One, kindness matters. Think about this. How amazing would it be if you applied this biblical truth to where you go to school this year? 
and you were to say, you know what, I'm just going to treat everybody the way that I would want everybody to treat me. Regardless of how they treat me, I'm just going to treat them the way I would want them to treat me. It would even change things right here at M12. If you like treated other peers or other leaders the way that you would want them to treat you, man, it would change the game in your life and, and, and where you where you go and, and who you do life with. And so here's what I want to do. I, we're not going to gather with the three or four that you just did, but what I want to do is I want to just pray a simple prayer over this one kindness thing. And here's the cool thing about this is we have something that we're going to talk more about this beginning next week, but we have something called a one kindness board. And uh, we're going to show you a picture of this. It's going to come on the screen. And here's the thing about this board. This is what this is. We want to give you some things that you can do to be kind to others in three different areas. One is your, your home and your family, which is huge, right? Any, any younger siblings in the house? Cool, being kind to them, that would be cool, right? So your home, another one is your community or your neighborhood, right? Your neighborhood, being kind and reaching out in kindness to your neighborhood. And the last one is your school. And my prayer this year is that you would take next steps in the area of kindness in order to spread the love of Jesus Christ. And so this is what I want to do. I want to pray over each of your schools, and I know that there is no way that I can possibly remember every school that is represented in this room. So when I say school, you just assume that I'm talking about yours, all right? And so here's what I want you to do. I want you to bow your heads and close your eyes because this is what I want you to do. I want you to first pray in your mind and in your heart for your school. And I want you to ask God to do something in your school this year that would make your school a better place. Think about it like this, students. Maybe you see issues around your school, whether it's public, private, Christian, and you see things like bullying that happens all the time, and you're just tired of seeing that, and you don't want to go back to school and see that again. You want God to remove things like that from your school. Or maybe for you, maybe it is just disrespect in your classrooms to your teachers. Maybe it's another classmate that disrespects you. And so I want you to begin to just voice a prayer to God and just say, God, would you, would you remove these kinds of things? And not only would you remove these kinds of things, but would you use me to be a light in my school, to spread the kindness of Jesus? And so just begin to pray that in your mind and in your heart. And think about your school. Voice the name of your school in, in, in your mind. Pray over your school. And so students, as we wrap up tonight, I want to talk to you about this last idea, and it's the idea of one leader. See, all of you have taken some next steps tonight in this room, because for all of you, maybe you prayed for someone that you hadn't prayed for before, maybe you wrote down the name of a friend that you've never trusted, you know, to submit that name so that we as a ministry can come alongside you and, and pray for you. And so corporately tonight, you've, you've taken next steps. Maybe you took a next step in worship and you raised your hands for the first time. Or maybe you decided that your voice really wasn't that bad and you sang out loud for the first time. You know, I know my voice is bad and I, it doesn't stop me from singing. Hopefully you guys, you know, it doesn't sound too bad. But anyway... And so all of us have taken different types of next steps tonight 
corporately in this room. But what I want to do is I want to talk to you about some next steps as an individual. And so it's this idea that one leader matters. And inside of this idea, what it means, and what I want you to hear me say is this, that we, we take it very seriously, students, and we want to invest in you. And see, when it comes to one leader matters, what that means is that we, we, we want to invest and we want you to receive um, from this ministry and from this church things that will help you in your relationship with God. Whether you have discovered a relationship with God yet or not, whether you are walking with him closely or not, we want this to be the place where you can discover next steps. And so one of the ways that we invest in you every single year is through something called small groups. And this year, this year at M12, our small groups are going to be different. They are going to be different this year. And, and first of all, let me just kind of throw this out there to you. Here is why we do small groups. It's going to come on the screen. Small groups, right, at M12 exist to help students take their next spiritual step. I'm going to say it again, even if it doesn't come on the screen. Small groups are done. They exist at 12 Stone at M12 to help students take their next spiritual step. And here's the thing about small groups is that small groups are going to be very different than they have been in the past. See, what we've always done as a ministry here at M12 on Wednesday nights is that everybody just, after the service, you just go to a small group. And that's been very effective. It's been very helpful. It's been great. And so hopefully you are all, most of you are products of incredible small group experiences. But see, we want to, to really make small groups to become a next spiritual step in your life. We want them to function in that way. And here's what I know. I know some of you may not be ready to take that step. If you were given a choice of whether or not to go to a small group and talk about the message and talk about things that God's doing and things that God's stirring and, and pray together and things like that, you might not choose to do something like that. And that's completely okay because we're all in different places. And the next step that we need to take is different for everyone. That's why it's individual. Now, our hope and our prayer as a ministry would be that all of you would be interested in joining and, 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 and being a part of a small group. And for those of you that are going into age 12, they do small groups off-site in homes and different, different areas like that. And so you're going to get to hear a whole lot more about that. But small groups are a next spiritual step. And how they've existed thus far is it's just part of what we do. And so we want to go from part of what we do to making intentional next steps and giving you the opportunity to say, you know what, I want to grow in my relationship with God. I want to take my relationship with God seriously. I want to go and I want to talk about some things that, that God's stirring and, and I want to have a couple of adult leaders that are pouring into me and that are discipling me and that are mentoring me and that are praying for me and that know me by name. And so maybe that is you. And so let me give you a couple really fast things, two things that are going to be different about small groups this year. The first thing is registration. 
you will have to sign up and register to be in a small group. You will not just be placed in a small group automatically. This is something that you're going to have to take a next step. You're going to have to take it upon yourself to say, you know what, I want to be in a small group. And I want to be in this person's small group. And so maybe you want to be in a certain leader's small group. And so you, maybe you want to go ask that leader if, if they're going to be a smarter leader. I don't know. All I'm saying is that you will have to take that step yourself along with your parents. Your parents will be involved in this decision. You have to take that next step yourself to say, I want to be in a small group at M12 this year. And so that's one of the things that's going to change. The second thing that's going to change is the expectations. And I want to make this really, really clear. When it comes to being in a small group, there's three things that we expect. Number one is consistency. See, a small group cannot be as effective as it should be without you being here every week or most weeks. See, when you're not in the small group, you miss out on conversation. You miss out on what's going on in people's lives. And so we're asking that if you jump into a small group that you are consistent consistently here at M12. Secondly, small groups, we ask that you would come prepared. Here's what that means. It just means that you come prepared to listen, prepared to learn, that you want to grow in your relationship with God. And the last thing that we think uh, are, is very important about small groups is respect. Some of you were in uh, a life group last year and you didn't take it very seriously. And you know what? We love you to death, but that may not have been the right step for you. And we want to make sure that a small group is crystal clear what it is, what it wants to accomplish, how it's going to be. And so here's what's going to happen. Tonight, when you leave this room in a few moments, you're going to get to go in the lobby and, and you're going to get to kind of think about all these different next steps I'm talking about and throwing a lot of things your way tonight. And in the lobby, we have what is called kind of a ministry team night where you get to walk around and there's different things on different tables and we'll get into that in a second but it's all about how you can get involved and how you can take some next steps in your relationship with God and one of the tables is going to say small groups and at that table there is a card that gives you a lot of information about what our small groups are going to be this year you're going to hear a lot more about it in the next few weeks but I want to just throw that out there to you tonight. That is one of the primary ways that we invest in you at M12 is through a small group. Another thing is, uh, another next step, if you will, is baptism. Now, you're going to get to go outside tonight, and if you're interested in baptism, maybe you want to write your name or have the person at the baptism table write down your name, and we'll get in touch with you, and we'll talk about that as a next step for you, and, and we'll decide with you and your family if that's the right thing for you to do. Another thing is called SLT. This stands for Student Leadership Team. We have a student leadership team right here at M12 that is made up of middle school students, and if that's something that you're interested in being a part of, then we want to know that. Some of you have already let us know that you are interested in that. I would encourage you to just go to that table that says SLT on it and, uh, and write your name down, and we will be in touch with you. So tonight, you're going to get an opportunity to go around the lobby. We've got some refreshments. You get to go, go around the lobby, check out these different tables of things that you can take a next step. And here's the goal. The goal is not for you to go put your name on every single clipboard, all right? The goal is for you to really think about, man, what does God want next for me? 
mean, what's the next step that God might want? Maybe the next step for you is, man, I want to be in a small group. And so you're not going to sign up for that tonight. We're not doing all that tonight, but you can get information about it tonight. So one of the ways that we, we, that, that we invest in leaders, that we invest in you, right? And so we do that through serving right here at M12 and serving beyond. So here's the thing about what you're going to hear about tonight or what you're going to see out there as well is that we want you to own ministry at M12. We want to give you opportunities to serve right here on Wednesday nights in this ministry. And so here's a couple of the things that you might can jump on to these teams. One is worship. If you have any talent whatsoever, if you can sing, if you play an instrument, man, we'd love to know your name. We'd love for you to get involved in our worship team, right? Or maybe production. You know, all the things that go on the screen or that are supposed to go on the screen, people are back there manning that, right? And so maybe that interests you and you're like, man, that'd be kind of cool to kind of be in the booth and work the lights and put stuff on the screen. Um, And so maybe production's for you. Another thing is prayer team. Maybe you have a really big heart for prayer. You love to pray for people. You love to pray for M12. And so every Wednesday night, we gather in here at 6.30, we pray for the service, we pray for the teaching, we pray for small groups, we pray for leaders, we pray for students that we know that are struggling, and maybe that's you. Maybe you want to be a part of the prayer team because you want to to pray uh, more for M12. And so we invite you to jump on that team. A greeter, maybe you have a nice smiling face and you love to give high fives and handshakes and welcome everyone to M12 and you're a talkative person and people have to ask you to stop talking and, right? And so maybe you want to be on our greeter team. And the last thing is set up and tear down, man. Maybe you love the grind of work and, you know, these, the nine square and the octoball, you know, these things don't just magically go up on their own, you know what I'm saying? And so we need people to help us put those up. And so we would love it. Tony Perry would love it if some of you would jump in and, and jump in on set up and tear down, right? And so listen, guys, there are a lot of different areas right here at M12 that you can jump in and get involved. And here's the other thing. There's one ministry in particular that I love about 12 Stone, and it's on Sundays. Maybe a lot of you come on Sundays. Maybe if you don't come on Sundays, maybe that's a next step for you. Start coming on Sundays. But one of the ministries that is super important and that a lot of middle schoolers serve in is a ministry called K-12. It's our kids' ministry. Yeah. Sweet. And, uh, and so I, want, I wanted to invite to the stage one of our children's ministry pastors. This is Ian. And Ian has a fan group, and so he's going to talk about K-12 a little bit. And three-fourths of them don't even know me. Man, guys, I'm excited to be here tonight. Man, Stephen, bringing the heat as always. Man, Stephen's one of my favorite guys here. Um, I'm really excited to be here tonight with you guys, just taking a couple moments to talk to you a little bit about K-12, our kids' environments um, here at 12 Stone. Um, and I'm excited, one, because I love it, um, and two, I'm excited to talk with you guys because I started serving when I was in eighth grade. In fact, I actually started serving underneath our man, our boy, Stephen Perry, right here. That's right. So uh, um, that's where I got my start, and I discovered um, something that I hope you guys uh, might be able to discover as well if this is a next step for you. 
And that's, uh, I can talk all about the donuts, right? If you guys, are in the, you guys know about the donuts, the games, the fun that we have, right? I could go on and on and on about all of that. But if I can leave you guys with one thing, if you guys walk out here with one thing about K-12, um, I, wanted, I want you guys to know that you guys are not too young to make a difference in the lives of kids. In fact, you guys are uniquely positioned to influence them. These kids look up to you, they will copy you, and they will follow what you do. More so than any adult, more so um, than me or Stephen, uh, you guys influence and have the ability to influence their lives. And we have all kinds of opportunities I want to share uh, more with you about outside. Um, but real quick, if you guys serve um, in K-12 somewhere, just stand up for me. If you guys serve in K-12 somewhere, stand up for me. Look around. I want you guys to leave with the idea that you guys have the ability to influence and impact the life of a kid. And there are dozens of students that are here and not here every single week that show up and they serve and they, they change kids' lives. And you can talk with them about it. And I know that it impacts and changes their lives as well. So if you guys want to know more about what we do, come find me in the lobby. Go talk with one of your friends. Um, but if this is the next step for you, I'd encourage you guys to come find out a little bit more about it. Right, let's give it up for Ian. I know that we've talked about a lot tonight. And, and here is the, the, the main idea that I shared in the beginning. Progress is a process. It takes time. And tonight, this is, this is the goal of tonight. This is how I've been praying for you. This is what I've been praying for you. My prayer has been that all of you would take one next step. 